Self-discipline starts with a decision, a conscious decision, that you want something better for yourself, for your business, for your team, or even just for your life. Developing this skill is easier than you think. In this episode, I will unpack how to make a renewed commitment to become a more disciplined person. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey everyone, this is Riv, and in this episode, I want to talk about developing the self-discipline to become better. See, everybody has a desire, a deep, when you peel it back, everybody has a deep down desire to become better, right? Self-discipline comes from within. It's an internal force, not an external force, it's an internal force. In fact, it's a conscious decision you make to actually become better. That's where it starts. It's a conscious decision you make to become better, to do more, to be more, right? I talk to so many people who simply believe that they aren't a disciplined person. In a very sloppy way, they say things like, oh, that's not me. I've never been a disciplined person or whatever the talk track like that. And whenever I hear that, the first thing I say is reframe the conversation. See, whenever you hear that monkey mind chatter in your head convincing you that you aren't something, like you aren't a disciplined person. I just encourage people to just add one word to the end of the sentence, and that word is yet. So when you hear yourself saying, I'm not a disciplined person because I haven't decided to be disciplined yet. See, years ago, I had a something really backwards in my life. I had this belief, and, and, and wrongly so, that I had to have something different before I could become someone different. I would say things like, once I have more time, right, I'll be able to do more things with my kids and I'll be the father I I, want to be, right? And that was like the talk track when our kids were really little. And and then I would say things at work, the same talk track would show up at work and say things like, oh, once we have another client or once we have another rec to hire some, some, another employee, uh, we'll be able to do more things and everyone would be happy. And I realized the hard way, and, I, and I'm, this is a confessional, but I realized the hard way over the years that I had that talk track backwards. And B comes first, right? I had to become a better father. And the moment I became a better father, my kids would want to do more things with me. And then I would have the relationship with them that I desired. Once I become a better leader at work, if I just made that conscious decision, I wanted to be a better leader. Guess what? My team would rally around me regardless of the circumstances, and we would have the success that we desired. See, so that's why B comes first. You got to be before you can have. See, becoming who you want to be starts with that conscious decision. And I underline, highlight, and bold the word conscious here, right? That you want something better. In fact, there's nothing wrong with wanting something better. You're entitled to something better. See, years ago, I got, you know, I'm Italian, so I grew up in an Italian household. And one of the demons I had to fight with was the guilt demon, right? That maybe I didn't deserve something like that. 
Maybe I didn't deserve to have a better life. Maybe I didn't deserve to have more things, right? And the reality is we all deserve something better. There's nothing wrong with that. Nowhere is it written that you have to accept your current situation. And as I moved down throughout my career, I quickly realized about halfway through my career that I was on this endless treadmill, and I didn't like that. I just felt like I was constantly chasing the next goal, and it was just exhausting. So I made a conscious decision that I wanted to reinvent myself. And luckily for me, I've, I've had the opportunity to reinvent myself multiple times over since then. I had one client refer to me as like, I just followed your work and I can't believe like you've reinvented yourself nine or 10 times. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like the cat that keeps on living, man. It's like, I got like another 10 more to go. See, and one thing I learned in the process of reinventing myself, and like I said, I've done this multiple times in that process, I've learned that one of the biggest challenges that we face when we want to become better is procrastination, right? Many of us are great starters and horrible finishers, right? And I was like that for the longest time. I get an idea, like a shiny toy syndrome, right? You get an idea and you start to work it. And then you realize that halfway in, it's like you, you hit these roadblocks. And then it's like, ah, oh, and then you're wondering, like, you know, what do I do next? And, and then all this procrastination starts. And I get that, I get that tone and, and questions from a lot of people because I, I coach and I teach for a living, right? And the common question I get is when I start to see people begin to make that mental decision that they want something better, is it's immediately followed up with a question like, where do I start, Riv? Or what's the best time to start? And without hesitation, I always jump in because I can smell, I can sense it, right? And the answer to that question or those sets of questions is simple, right here and right now. There's no better time to start right here and right now. I always tell people, stop thinking about it. Stop talking about it. Stop all the monkey mind bullshit as to why you need to wait until something happens. Just start doing it. Take the very first step. Stop. All those people out there, and I, and I say this with the deepest part of my heart, right, because you know I, for years, fought the perfect, perfection demon as well. It's right. You want to mastermind all the end game. What's it going to look like before you start? And I'm saying, no, just start, right? Act, you got to act. And I would, I've talked about this in the past. It's like action changes things. You got to get in the game. You got to do something. You got to jump in. Podcast, look at this. I made a decision, well, 18 months ago to start a podcast. Never did that before. I just jumped in. Probably my, 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 my first couple sessions suck compared to what I do today. I don't know, right? Maybe they're going to be better in, in a year from now. But the point is I jumped in. The very first one I said, I have no idea where this is going to go. Here goes. I started with a conscious decision that I wanted to master something. Whatever it is for you, start there. Make a conscious decision that you want to become a master at whatever it is. Yes, there are going to be things that we are naturally good at and naturally talented at. And guess what? There's going to be things that we aren't, right? That's just the way it works. We also have to develop the self-discipline to get real with that discussion in our head. So a lot of times, and I, and I don't want to come across as like Mr. Positive and, and all this rah-rah stuff, because the simple fact is I had to get real with the demons in my head. Do I have a bunch of weaknesses? Hell yes. I have a ton of them, right? And the list is endless, right? For example, I'm not naturally strong, right? So I had to make a conscious decision that I wanted to become stronger. Right. I started, like I talked about, like, like I started doing push-ups every single day. I got into lifting weights, not because it's like something I liked to, because I stopped, I wanted to become stronger. It's a decision I wanted to make. I'm definitely not the smartest person in the world. I'll tell you that right now. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm I get emotional over stupid things. Right. I eat the wrong foods. 
I don't sleep. I definitely don't sleep enough, right? That's one thing for sure, right? I procrastinate and I waste time. I care too much about meaningless things and not enough about important things. My ego is too big for some things. My mind is too small for others. The list of my weaknesses goes on and on and on, right? I'm I'm weak in so many different ways. But guess what? I don't accept that. I refuse to accept that. I don't accept the talk track that I am what I am or or that what, what that is, I was, what I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be, I'm doomed to be that. I remember, and this started as a little kid. As a little kid, I lived through three divorces. My, my parents got divorced. They both got married again and divorced again. And I remember, we, we didn't have much. And I remember going to the local supermarket at the time, which was the Grand Union. And I remember buying food as, I don't know, like a 10-year-old kid with food stamps. And I was never so embarrassed when I saw people on, online that I knew in that community, right? And I remember making a conscious decision right then and there. I'll, I'll never forget that. I remember walking home, right? And I, remember, I think we had like Hamburger Helper. I think those days, remember Hamburger Helper, right? I don't know if some people remember that, but like you're probably laughing if you do. But like that was something we ate a lot of, right? And I remember walking home, making a decision saying, that's not going to be me. There's no freaking way. Not letting this happen. Just because my parents got divorced, just because they, they, they got divorced multiple times doesn't mean that's my fate. Just because my parents didn't have much money and we didn't do a lot of, you know, I remember going on one vacation as a kid, right? Just because we didn't do that doesn't mean that was the kind of life that I was destined to live. I refused to accept that. See, I know, and I'm a big believer, that we can leverage, we need to leverage our strengths, or you need to lean into things we're good at. I also believe we can leverage our weaknesses to push us. And those weaknesses that I talked about, they actually pushed the hell out of me, right? In high school, I wasn't the smartest kid in the world, right? And why? Because I was I was going through some rough times, right? I was, you know, that, that when, when my parents got divorced, that was a time that, you know what? Divorce was taboo. It wasn't really a big thing. It wasn't as common as it was is today. And so I just felt like it was it was really tough for me. And I remember... And so I acted out in ways that I probably shouldn't have, looking back. And I remember being in my guidance counselor's office one day, and my guidance counselor was telling me that I wouldn't become anybody. And I was just like, first of all, I'm like, you're a freaking guidance counselor, and that's the advice you're giving me? Like, you got to be kidding me. And that right there, that was the attitude. Notice the tone of my voice. I mean, I'm still, I still harbor some ill feelings about that conversation. But notice the tone. Like, it, that drove me. That drove me. I was like, screw this, man. You watch, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become somebody. Right. And and the simple fact is everywhere we go, people are going to have opinions about something. Right. Opinions are just that. They're opinions. Right. People seem to forget that opinions aren't facts. Just because someone thinks something, right, should be done a certain way or doesn't mean it's the best way. Right. And it doesn't mean it's the only way. And guess what? Sure the hell doesn't mean it's the right way. Opinions are neither right or wrong. They just are. They just are that. They're, they're, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And an important leadership attribute is our ability to filter input we get from multiple different sources, right? Just turn on the TV, for for example, right? Like you can flip between CNN, Fox, and MSNBC, right? And it's the same story that they're reporting on all through a different set of lenses, depending on their political affiliations, right? And But we have to be able to filter that input, right? We have to develop the self-discipline to filter input that is relevant versus input that's not, right? Input that you need to act on today versus input that maybe you don't need to act on until tomorrow 
or input that doesn't even require any action. That's part of the self-discipline muscle that I'm talking about. It's not the input you get from other people that matters. It's instead the filter you apply to that input. That requires self-discipline. See, there is another equally distracting voice that is constantly clouding our judgment. And it's constantly commenting on and explaining away situations even before they occur. That narrative is the little voice in our own head. See, our mind is this like huge warehouse that's filled with remnants of past experiences. It's filled with tons of assumptions about the future. It's filled with different wild ideas and crazy ideas. And it's also got a bunch of foregone conclusions. Buddha described the human mind as being filled with drunken monkeys who are jumping around, right? Creating all kinds of noise and carrying on endlessly. And I, I really rally her down. And that's that's why I often talk about the monkey mind, right? You know, to me, like that's that's a great metaphor, right? For that for that, for that talk track that's going on inside our in our little mind. And these monkeys are always chirping about the different things we can or can't do, different things we should or shouldn't do, different things we have to do, things we need to do, things we don't have time to do, things we don't have money to do. The list is endless. It's useless. Let me read underscore this again. It's useless to fight with the monkeys or try to banish them, right? And if you talk to anybody who does what I do and they tell you, like, just stop thinking that, you know, run, because it's, 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 it's impossible. God's given us two voices in our head, spirit and ego, right? And we have to learn to tame those monkeys. We have to learn to train them, right? Um, and for me, I had to start by learning how to recognize the language of the monkey mind chatter in my head, the tone of his voice, the stories he would tell. See, because I can't stop them, I had to train the monkey, just like you train a dog, right? To, when he go, has to go to the bathroom to come to the door and scratch to go to the bathroom, to go outside, right? That training starts with mo- recognizing the monkey mind chatter. That requires self-discipline. To, to, it requires this self-discipline to pay attention to how the monkeys in your head act. Let's just simply listen to them and get to know their voice so you can recognize when they're acting out. And then you can practice reframing the inner dialogue when they do. Whether it's external or internal, there's a huge tendency for us to give in to that negative side of life, right? Just turn on the news. I mean, like everything we're going through right now is just laced with fear, right? It's just laced with negativity, right? And as the whole political campaigns heat up, you're going to hear more of that. Right. And if we're not careful, it's easy for us to like let this kind of overtake us. Let this, let our confidence be overwhelmed by anxiety. Let our courage give way to fear. Right. And the momentary license we give ourselves just for a fraction to wander outside the boundaries of self discipline, even if it's just for a day, establishes this subtle tendency, which over time causes other positive areas of our life to erode. And before you know it, these negative tendencies have taken us all off course, right? So we have to develop the ability to filter the noise, right? And that just starts with recognizing the noise to begin with, that we have to develop the self-discipline to filter both the external noise that we hear, the noise we hear from all the external sources, sources, or that's TV or people we interact with, as well as the chatter in our own mind. All right. I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are or what you've done or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. Starting today, you have an opportunity to make a a conscious decision, 
right? A renewed commitment, right? To become better, to, de- to develop the self-discipline to become better, right? If you're really serious about doing this, I strongly suggest that you start by waking up early. That's the easiest way to build self-discipline. And just when I say that, I want you to just notice how I might have activated the monkey mind chatter in your head that might say something like, well, I'm not a morning person, Rave. Bullshit. Don't accept that. Just like I didn't accept all the things that I'm weak at, right? Right? I was never a morning person. I trained myself to become one. The same can be true for you. That's the easiest way to build your self-discipline muscle. Just start with that little act every single day. Say, I'm going to get up a half hour earlier. I'm going to get up an hour earlier, right? I invite you to make a conscious decision to become better than you were yesterday. You deserve it. That's it. Just imagine if you made that decision that I'm just going to be better than I was yesterday. And imagine if you did that every day for one week, just one freaking week. Imagine where you would be seven days from now. Now play that out. What about a month from now, 30 days from now? If you just said, I'm going to become a little bit better than I was yesterday and a little bit better than the day before. And now play it out for a whole quarter, for three months. Now imagine it for a whole year. Wow. Imagine the change. See the change. Envision the change. Self-discipline starts with a decision, a conscious decision that you want something better. And if you want help for yourself, for your business, a member of your team, anything, don't hesitate to reach out and schedule a call, preferably early morning. Have a great week. Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.